risen from the ashes to school the masses. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Scholars Resident Show, episode 386. I'm your man behind the microphone, Scholar Jeff. Joining us this week, the OG undisputed scholar himself, the one only Scholar Tarek. Scholar Tarek, how are you doing this evening, sir? I am super tired. Been a long, busy week. And now I'm just ready to talk about some wrestling with you fine gentlemen this evening for yeah. quite possibly one of the biggest shows of the year. I am super pumped for it. And as it's a big year, we got all hands on deck for this one, including <laughs> the second of the Undisputed Scholars. Scholar Brian is in the house. Scholar Brian, how are you doing, sir? I am also tired. It has also been a long week. And I am also ready to get very invested in this weekend of wrestling because NJPW is in the States wrestling alongside a major wrestling promotion. It's been a while. Let's get it rolling. (laughs) And last but certainly not least, we're talking Japanese wrestling. So, of course, the bird has to come home to roost. Scholar Jeremy, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. How you doing tonight? It's one of the first times you said Scholar Jeremy that actually makes me feel very special. Thank you, Scholar Jeff. But yeah, I'm excited for AEW, <laughs> New Japan Pro Wrestling, Forbidden Door. It's going to be one of the hypest pay-per-views of the year, and I had to bring my uh, Super Card of Honor shirt from uh, 2019 out for this one. So, Of course, a special see. show for a special lad. It was a hell of a time, and it's going to be a better one. I'm excited for what's going to happen this weekend at Forbidden Door. A lot of injuries, but they made the best of the card, and I'm very hyped for this. Oh, yes. There's still going to be a hell of a lot of stuff to see. And even on the night we're recording this, they added two more matches to the pre-show. So let you say we just dive right in. This is AEW and No Japan Pro Wrestling's Forbidden Door. Door. I just have to call out Jeff's intro to Jeremy. Actually, I totally misheard. I thought you said the bird is here to roast. I'm like, wait, what? Are you... Are you planning on cooking Jeremy? What what is this? <laughs> Only if his predictions are that bad. <laughs> well, It'll be the first time. Well, all that matters <laughs> on this prediction is you or what you and uh, I have to predict, fool. Because we're going for, we're going for Goldie, even though the champ's not here. The, the title's still on the line between you, me, and Scholar Charlie. I'm re- I'm ready to take the. I'm ready to. Bring it home, baby. Fill this vacancy. Bring it back to the undisputed scholars. Bring Bring the title back. back. Yep, bring (laughs) it back to the undisputed scholars where it belongs. Oh, you can certainly try as the old age goes. I'm not even mad that I'm not involved because you know what? I've been champion so many times in the last couple years. There's only so many hot potatoing between you and Charlie. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm I'm it's cool. There's no stress here. It's it's just I'm I, I am fully capable of being happy for my tag team partner if he brings it home. Bring it home, buddy. <laughs> no stress. No stress. Wait a minute. You got the AEW and the New Japan guy on this pay per view. Bring it, hot shot. Let's go. Right. So why do you say we banner? just cut? Let's go. Let's just jump right into it, starting with the pre-show matches. <coughs> Excuse me. 
just added tonight, we've got a tag match on the pre-show. We've got Swerve in Our Glory versus El Desperado, and uh, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Yoshinobu Kanemura. Uh, Jaybird, did I get that right? So, yep. Uh, yeah, Suzuki-gun. Suzuki-gun. I should just abbreviate to that, but hey, there you go, we're already you neck tonight. deep. Don't. We're already tonight, here. Tarek, we're going to kick things off with you. Who do you got in the first pre-show match? This is actually a very difficult one because they're built. The story is: Can Swerve and Glory get out of this funk that they're in? Are they ready to, uh, like, make amends? Looks like they're just getting ready to reach a boiling point where they could possibly break up. Uh, and I actually think that is working to their advantage. I'm going to choose a Swerve and Glory as like the team to. Uh, like fix whatever trouble they're in. Okay. Brian, it's over to you. Who do you got? Swerving our glory or Suzuki New Japan? Suzuki Goon, yes. You, you know what? The storyline is that they are at odds. They're trying to work together. And but I'm going to go the other way. And I think that this that this is going to be what they might not actually break up at this show, but they're just, they're just keep going down that path. I'm going to give it to, I'm going to give it to Suzuki. Go. <laughs> Very interesting. I'll tell you what, I thought this was going to be fairly cut and dry, but now, hmm, now I don't know what to think so easily. But that being said, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna follow my heart. I'm gonna follow what Scholar Tarek said. I'm going to go with Swerve in Our Glory just because I got pulled from my boy Keith Lee. Jaybird, it's your pick. Who do you got? You can follow your heart, Jeff. But I gotta go with the face facts that I think that I agree with Brian that they're basically leading towards a breakup with Swerve in Your Glory. So I'm gonna have to go with. Um, El Desperado and Yoshinobu uh, Kanemaru. So Suzuki Gun, let's go. Let's bring it home for New Japan. So let's start. All right, strong. You got We're two of the best super that's juniors. That's one down. Up, so, all right. Either way, I know we're gonna see something good at top to, top to bottom here. But anyway, continuing on with the buy-in matches, we've got next up another tag match. We've got the Factory versus Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi. Uh, someone who I was really surprised are former IWGP tag champs. Did not expect that, but hey, this can go either way too. Brian, you're up next. Who do you got? Does the factory involve QT Marshall? Yes. yes. I believe it's okay. QT Marshall and Aaron Solo. Well, if QT Marshall is involved, they lose. So, <laughs> that's it. So, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the New Japan team. Okay. Uh, Yoshi Hashi and uh, I. I missed the other name. Hiroki Goto. <laughs> Hiroki Goto. So yeah, we all know this by now. If QT Marshall is involved, he he, he he's the Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> 
Yes, I'm. I'm gonna second that that one, not just because of the factory per se, but honestly, I like Hiroki Goto when he's given the right stage to shine. He comes through in a big way, and I think this is gonna be one of those mat one of those matches. Uh, New Japan's got to get some more wins on the board. And I'm thinking this is gonna be one of them. So New Japan to win. Jaybird, who do you got for this one? Um, I'm sorry. The factory is a joke. They were a hot stable last year, but they have not done anything. I'm going to have to go with, so Hiroki Goto and Yoshi Ashino's Bishimon. I got to go with Bishimon to put 2-0 and against uh, AEW right now. Just the, You put former IWGP tag champions against the factory. It's a no-brainer scenario. And Tarek, bringing up the rear, yeah. who do you got between the factory and uh, Bishimon? Pokemon. Digimon, whatever. Pretty much what Brian said. QT Marshall is involved in this. Yeah, he's the one who's going to be taking the pin. The man, the man is just paid to lose because you just want you just want to see him lose. And I'm 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 going to pull Avatar reference. He's the uh, Fire Nation man of Earth Rumble Six. He's just there. All rise for Fire Nation national anthem. There is your cut. That is a cut right there. Deep cut. And then you just, he just loses. Because you just like to see him get his ass kicked. So yeah, let the chaos run. Let the chaos spread. All right. And our third and final buy-in match of the evening, we've got the Gun Club and Max Caster going up against all those members of the New Japan Dojo. I'm not going to list them all because I don't have the list in front of my face. You know who we're talking about. And either way, it doesn't even matter because it's my pick up next. And I'm going to go with uh, the Gun Club and Max Caster to win this just because, hey, why not? Uh, and with that, Jaybird, you're next up. Okay, since I'll give you a little bit of New Japan history. So if you're part of the LA Dojo, the New Japan Dojo, the Young Lions, you go out first and you lose. I'm sorry, but it's going to be Max Caster and the Gun Club taking this one. This, You can say this isn't a tough match to pick, but looking at it, if you really know New Japan Wrestling, I'm going to have to go with the fact that it's the LA Dojo. It's part of the Young Lions. It makes sense to give the AEW guys a first win. Plus, I want to hear Max Caster roast everyone when he comes on pay-per-view. I'm waiting to hear that rap come out. He's going to... He's bad news, and he's just going to light that place on fire with everything he can say on Sunday. All right, Tarek, back to you. Who do you got? Let's give a win for the ass boys. <laughs> <laughs> and the and what do they call Billy Gunn? The ass daddy. Yep. Daddy ass. Daddy, daddy ass. ass. Oh God. <laughs> We're gonna get the uh, what do they call it? The uh, what do they call it? What does uh, him Billy Gunn do? The scissoring. That's what the um the the acclaim does. I'm not what doing do the symbol because yes, I forgive me. He goes scissor me, daddy, and he him Scissor's, and Bowens go daddy like, scissoring. Yes, I apologize. I apologize. Don't I apologize. worry. I had to have the same conversation explaining this all to my wife the other night. <laughs> <laughs> it could always be worse. I didn't want to say, but Targ had to bring it up. So, oh man. Well, and with that, it's kind of you kind of have to bring it up when you bring those teams up, <laughs> because because everyone loves the acclaim. That's how it is. The acclaim, yeah, and the and the ass the ass club. 
Ask Boys, yep. All okay. right. It's called the Gun Club. It's the Ass Club for me. It is the Ass Club. All right. Brian, round it out. Spare me the pain. It's if if the uh, if the factory match versus Goto and Hashi wasn't added, this would have been a lot harder to call for me at least. But as Jaybird said, okay, the the dojo is made up of young lions, and when you're a young lion, you come out and you lose. That's what you do. It's it's so that you gain experience in order before you go out before you go out to whatever British or American promotion that you're going to go to before you come back as a full fledged NJPW star. You start out as a young lion just losing, and you're a part of the dojo. So that. When you think about that, and when you realize what else they've got on this pre-show, on this buy-in, then yeah, I I I I also agree. I'm going with Caster and the Ass Boys. <laughs> Gotta love it. Too much fun. Now we're d- finally done with the pre-show matches so let's dive right into the ma- the card proper where it's all getting interesting now we gave in the and, monies for the buy-in <laughs> and indeed we did and now speaking of the monies now the first match i've got listed on this sheet in front of me is zach saber jr versus a mystery okay. opponent mother so am I of the correct consensus here that we're going to be both predicting the outcome and who the mystery opponent will be? Oh. Is that fair? And I think I know Tarek's answer. Yeah. Get the well, towels ready. <laughs> let's get the predictions ready. Jeremy, yeah. you're next up on the list. Uh, who, cr- who's the mystery opponent going to be and who ends up ultimately winning? someone showed up on Rampage tonight, which can throw the whole thing into out of whack and break Tarek's heart. If Jonathan Gresham showed up tonight, so it could be Jonathan Gresham taking on Zach Sabre Jr. He fits the mold. He's big. He's built. He can be tough. He's pure wrestling. He's violent. But Tarek, I'm going to side with you, and I'm going to say it's going to be, I'm going to pick Cesaro to face. Off against Zack Sabre Jr. and be the newest black, sorry, excuse me, be the newest member of the Blackpool Combat Club. It it could be Gresham, and if it is Gresham, I'm going to shoot myself, but I'm hoping it's Cesaro because I'm ready to see the Swiss Superman come back. With no more to do, Tarek, make your pick. Yay! It's like my Cloud Nine moment for AEW is finally going to happen. I am going to pick uh, Claudio Castagnoli to jo- to be the mystery the mystery opponent, and he is going to win. It, it reached that point, but it didn't matter who the mystery uh, opponent is going to be. I feel like no matter what, they're going to be the winner. But uh, you said I didn't watch Rampage, so uh, you said Gresham showed up tonight. Gresham yeah. teaming with um, uh, Lee Moriarty to take on Telly Blanchard's newest goon squad. So I think that kind of like it was actually a toss up between that those kind two. of disqualifies him from yeah, being the yeah exactly it, it was a he was it was a toss up between those two but if he showed up 
two days early before the event, then the reveal of him being the surprise opponent is, yeah, out the window. I, and, I, they've swerved me so many times, dude. I just always play every angle I can. So it's like, it's just the question of why, why reveal the mystery partner a couple of days before the show? So I don't think it'll be like, I don't think they would pull that kind of swerve. I just, yeah, it's, it's Cesaro. It's the Claudio. It's the Swiss cyborg. It's whatever the hell he's going to call himself when he debuts. And he's going to just be amazing. We will be all Yay. losing our crap when he comes out. We're going to be losing it. Jeff, you're going to have a bunch of hard pillows at your place when we watch this, if you know uh, what I mean. I was more talking about a couple of deaf ears, so but I'll take it. I would have to excuse my kids. It's like you kids go, you kids go step out, uh, step on the other room for a second. Daddy, daddy needs alone time. In a crowded room full of other fans. <laughs> Brian, stop the pain. Just give me your predictions, please. Sweet Lord. Keep the pain going and keep the towels coming because, <laughs> because as soon as Brian Danielson said, you have history with this man. And he also doesn't like you. That's what I knew. <laughs> that, it, that there was no way it was going to be anyone other than Claudio Castagnoli to come in. And and it, it just makes sense. It makes sense all the way around. Okay, because people were saying Jonathan Gresham. People were saying Johnny Gargano. It's like... Stop. Get out of that crap. Be, no, but it's like you need to you need to remember that they need to have history with Moxley, they need to have history with Regal. They Gargano has history with Regal, but it's also like they they have to have the qualities that would fit into the Blackpool Combat Club. And who out of those three fits that mold? To a T, Claudio Castagnoli. It's got to happen. And either way, it doesn't matter who it is. Zack Sabre Jr. ain't winning this match. <laughs> so I'm, I'm also picking Claudio. I'm also picking the mystery opponent. <laughs> All right, then. Well, I guess we have a consensus, which is more of – more of a one that you really expected to see tonight. Yeah, I. it could still be a, a couple of other people, but I'm putting my, my money behind this horse. I want to see Cesaro here. I think it would be a massive surprise, and it would, the match would undisputably deliver. So, yeah, I'm going to go with them to win. But now we're moving along. And we've got another yet another tag match in in usual New Japan style. We've got a team of the Bullet Club and the Young Bucks going up against Los Ingobernables, Darby Allen, and Sting. I'm not using that other name because it's silly. Tarek, <laughs> you're back up at the top of the order. Who do you got? It's actually funny because this one's actually kind of a tough one for me. Um a part of me is wanting to say the Bullet Club just because they want to 
have the fact of the Young Bucks rejoining them for one night. Uh, but <coughs> I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say their name either. I'm just gonna just just call them DWAs. They're I think they're gonna uh, take the win here. I'm just writing it on the sheet as dudes. Brian? Dudes. Brian, it's your pick next. Who you got, bullets or dudes? I'm not a wuss like the rest of you. I'm going to say it. (laughs) Because here's the deal. Okay, I think that that they're going to put Sting and Darby Allen in the position that the Hardy boys were going to be in, where they're going to have a – where they're going to go – on a run against the young bucks and, and possibly be like be champions for a short time before somebody else takes it from them. But in order to get that rolling, the dudes with attitudes need to win this match. Oh, okay. Now I get the whole wuss comment. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) The dudes with it's a stupid name. It is. But you know what? Definitely 90s. It's 90s. It's cheesy. It's WCW. Back when WCW and NJPW were doing their were, were doing their overlapping stuff. So if they want to go WCW with this, I'm all down for it. Dudes with attitudes for the win. <laughs> That's it. I will happily second that just because I like Darby Allen. Jay Bird, who do you got? You sure you prepare for this one? No. You say Bullet Club. Fuck you, Bullet Club. Um, no. I'm going to tell you this now. Bullet Club is not going to win against the former WCW world champion versus, sorry, teaming with the former TNT champion, teaming with the former IWGP world champion, teaming with the former IWGP junior heavyweight champion. Sorry, there is no dude's attitude. You have Sting, Darby Allen, and Los Invergovernables Day. Ha, pawn. They're going to take it. You got Shingo, you got Himuru, and you got Darby and Sting. You got money right there. They're bringing it home. There you go. You got four dudes with attitudes. Next up. Is that, is that, uh, are you talking about us now? We're the dudes with attitudes? Only... Only if you aspire to be. Anything, I'm sorry, Brian. Anything is possible if you believe. Keep I'm on the sorry. 90s going. I'm a dude. He's a I'm dude. S- I'm sorry. All He's I'm going to say dude. real quick is I couldn't get my favorite member of LIJ to show up, but I got my second and third favorite members to show up, minus Sonata. I am hyped for this pay-per-view. They announced Himaru and Shingo. Boom. I was like, let's go. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Huge Next LIJ up. fan, guys. Sorry. Continue. Next up, we've got Thunder Rosa versus Tony Storm for the AW Women's Championship. Brian, it's your pick up next. Who do you got for this one? This is actually kind of tough for me. Because I'm like, as much as, as, as much as Thunder Rosa's reign so far hasn't been great. I'm not entirely certain that it's time for her to lose the championship yet. 
because really this has been a build of about two weeks. I mean, you can run it back it all out and then do the, uh, and then do the, and then do the title change there. But I don't think it's time yet. I think Thunder Rosa wins this one. I will second that choice. Uh, I think, yeah, as good as this match it will be, I don't think there's quite enough build yet to make this a, a title change. I think they're still in this mode where they're going to make every exchange from here on count. And I just don't think it's time for Thunder Rosa to lose it yet. If for no other reason, then I feel, feel like she's been an excellent champion and an excellent ambassador. So with that, I'm going with Thunder Rosa to win as well. Jaybird, who do you got? I have a different argument because Tony Storm built her name in Japan. She went through WWE. She's in AEW. And AEW has a bad track record of bringing these new stars in or established stars. Like they brought Chris Statlander back. She lost. They brought Ruby Soho in. She lost. They bring all these people in to face the champions and they lose. I think it's time for them to finally pull the trigger and have a new star come in, win a couple of matches, and finally take the title off. I'm going with the woman who looks like looks like my wife. I'm going with Tony Storm, new champion. I'm That's going the, the real reason. That's the real reason. <laughs> she she brought it up. She brought it up, and I. <laughs> Hmm. And with that, Tarek, it's your pick. What do you got? Be honest, Jeremy. She's high, she's behind the camera just saying, you better pick her. No, she's... <laughs> the door is closed. She's not even there. So, my own opinion. Oh, that's good. Proof myself. There you go. Oh. Actually, you really put up a pretty good argument, Jeremy. You like, yeah, that's actually, yeah, it's a pretty good argument there. But I'm, I'm also going to go with uh, Thunder Rosa to win. Fuck you. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> no, but I will say you, you actually almost convinced me to change my mind, uh, especially when you brought up uh, Tony Storm's history in New Japan. I'm like, oh, start up. So. Stardom, you know what I mean. What? Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. I know it. It's actually surprising they didn't do any stardom. They didn't put a stardom star in this match. To be perfectly it, honest, it's a it's a lot of red tape. It's a lot of red tape to get them in there. That's why. Mm. So, all right, fair. Um, but yeah, I'm also going to go with Thunder Rosa. This, like what Brian said, this is just the start of their. This is just the beginning of their story, and we're gonna get we're gonna get a long storyline with these two, and. I do think Tony Storm is going to win the championship very soon, very soon. Mm. Just not, just not at this show. All right. If, if they'd given it a month, if they had given it a full month, I'd be more on board with Tony Storm winning mm -hmm. the title here. They legitimately started this like a week and a half to two weeks ago. That's so I'm like that. You got, that's you, got, not you, got, you got a point, Brian. You got a point. Yeah, it's like that's not enough to convince me that there's a chance of a title change here. They could prove me wrong. AEW has been good at doing that, but I've I've got I've the logical brain says two weeks isn't enough. <laughs> that's it. 
And with that, we've got our next match. We've got a winner-take-all tag team match for, I believe, the IWGP tag titles and the Ring of Honor World tag titles. We've got FTR versus United Empire of New Japan and Rapungi Vice. Oh, this is one of the matches. I have no idea what this, what's going to happen here, but I've got this weird feeling that FTR is going to go on a world tour and they're just going to ship off to Japan and go wild. So I have no idea how else to work that in, but I'm just going to go to FTR and run with it. Jaybird, who do you got for this one? You picked the right decision, Jeff. You did. FTR is going to win those IWGP Tag Team Championship belts, and then they're going to come back after a nice long tour, and they're going to beat the Bucks and come full circle to win the AEW World Tag Team titles. There's your answer. There you go. FTR, best tag team of the, this generation, dude. They're going to have four belts. They're going to be at Kenny Omega, and they're going to be on fire. Let's go, baby. Tarek, back to you. Who do you got? Jeremy just took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> I was thinking more. I'm like, oh, I wonder if this is going to be a very split and I'm just going to follow my heart on this one. But yeah, I am. FTR are like on fire right now. And I completely agree. I think they're going to be the one. They're going to take the uh, tag titles off the bucks and they're going to be the tag team collectors. Um there, I want to. I want to see the visual of them holding all four tag team championships up in that's the air lot. as well. That's a lot that's, of gold. That's a lot that's, of gold right there, baby. And they would, they would earn it because they really are the best tag team. Hell, even when they're single, their singles matches, they're just totally amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I want to. I want that visual of them holding the belt so bad. I, I love FTR right now. Like. Yeah, there there are there are two acts in AEW right now that in my eyes can do no wrong whatsoever. Like they for the last since the beginning of the year, these these one we'll talk about later, but this is but every time FTR is on the screen. It, you know that you're gonna get something special. Now, I got. I'm gonna pick FTR. I am, but I also would not be surprised if they, if just to have something different, and FTR just go for the AEW tag team titles right away. I wouldn't be surprised. I I would not be surprised if they give it to United Empire because they're already NJPW tag team champions, and then they're also involved in ROH. So I'm like, I could see it, but yeah, this is a hard one. I will. I'm going with FTR. <laughs> That's it. It's good to follow your heart sometimes, Brian. Sometimes. Yeah, just I do, I just want to put it out there that I will not be surprised if they go that other way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, oh, you, would I. you made no, a very no, good no. you made a very good argument with that because I didn't I, I totally forgot about them being involved with Ring of Honor. Yep. 
I All totally right. forgot about that. And with that, speaking of Ring of Honor, totally. next batch, we've got Will Ospreay versus Orange Cassidy for the IWGP US Championship. Jeremy, it's your pick first. Who do you got? Why do I get the tough picks? It's not Why tough. I... It's not tough. No. <laughs> I, I got friggin' Zach Sabre Jr. as my first as being the first pick, and now I got this one. I'm gonna tell you now, it's a cursed fucking belt. I'm going freshly squeezed. I don't care. I'm going freshly squeezed. He needs a belt. He needs it. It's going to be Orange Cassidy. Let's go, baby. Wow. All right. Good for you. Tarek, it's your pick next. What do you got? That belt's um, so cursed, dude. You don't want... <laughs> I think I'm going to go with Will Ospreay. This match is going to is going to be amazing. This it's is going to be a show stealer. It, yeah, I was just about to say it's potential being a show stealer. Just just from that hint that we got on that six man tag on Wednesday, the crowd lost it. I lost it. It, it. They're gonna just they're gonna wreck they're gonna wreck house, and it's going to be beautiful. <coughs> and yeah, I'm super pumped for this. So yeah, but yeah, Will Ospreay's gonna successfully retain. My my wife and I are split decision on this one right now. She's going with Will. Oh, she's an Osprey fan. She's been an Osprey fan since this event. So, but mm. I digress. There you go, Ryan. Oh, when that result come? Yeah, the the moment the the moment that this match was made. As as much as I love the character of Orange Cassidy, as much as I love when he actually tries when when he stops doing the thing and actually starts wrestling whatever it, look okay no <laughs> no no it's not happening this this i think this was easier for me than what than how quickly i picked the AEW world title interim title match so i'm just, i'm just like this was Osprey's not losing this one because I I don't think that Orange Cassidy goes to Japan. I don't think so. And I honestly don't think the way that I the way that I've predicted these uh this event is I don't think that anyone from the opposite brand wins opposing titles. You'll see that going forward, but yeah, Osprey retains here. All right. I've, I've got to go with Osprey here too, just because it seems like, yeah, that, New that seems like at this point in the card, the new Japan side is going to need something. And I don't feel like Orange Cassidy is suddenly going to go away after returning and go, do a big tour of Japan. So, yeah, I'm also going to go with Will Ospreay to win this. Which brings us to our next match. We've got the team of Jer- Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and Minoru Suzuki versus. Eddie Kingston, Wheeler Yuta, and Shota Amino. Tarek, it's your pick. 
les sex gods are going to take this one. Just so Eddie Kingston can win blood and guts. Aha. Uh-huh. The momentum is going to stay in Jericho's favor. And when it comes to blood and guts, the ending of that is going to just would be Eddie Kingston finally getting that big win. So yeah, I'm going to pick uh, les sex gods to take this one. All right, Brian, which one you got? Yeah, it's pretty much the, uh, as we were talking about before the show, whoever wins this is going to lose blood and guts. And if you go back through the entire story of this whole thing, whoever was added in doesn't really matter. But this whole thing is Chris Jericho and Eddie Kingston. That's it. Eddie Kingston beat Chris Jericho in a one-on-one. And then they each brought in new people, whatever. And the and Brian Danielson got pinned. Uh or, or submitted he, or whatever he, he happened. He, he passed out in anarchy in the arena. Okay. So Eddie Kingston wasn't in, even involved in the decision. He's not going to be involved in the decision here. That's why Shota's in there. Shota's going to take the pin. The, the person who is not actually legitimately involved in the feud is going to take the pin here. Probably by Jericho, and and that will lead into blood and guts, where Eddie Kingston will put Jericho down once and for all. That, that that's the whole that's the whole build of this thing. Everyone's saying that that Eddie Kingston needs a win. Yeah, he needs a win, but not here. It's it's not him. His team losing here doesn't hurt him because in three days after that he gets to get the victory in blood and guts i'm so, sorry i think they're actually good i think Kent kingston is going to be the reason again why they lose similar to the uh, anarchy in the arena match and someone is going to maybe moxley is going to basically slap him in the face and just be like get get your shit together for blood and guts and that's like also add a redemption for him. Like, keep going. Like, the story will be he, he keeps going over, like, having problems going over with his emotions, with how much he hates Jericho. And once... Yeah, and he's not going to... And he's not going to take it into consideration when it's Brian Danielson, a guy who hates... A guy who they have a pure hatred for each other. Mm-hmm. But, if, but, but if it's Moxley or proud and powerful getting in your face then it's like okay (laughs) but yeah that that's the reason why showed is in here like possibly eddie kingston goes overboard and and maybe gets taken out because he got overboard and and leaves Shota by himself and that pisses moxley off to the point where he's like yo Okay, that's it. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with uh, Jericho to win this one. Jericho's team to to win this one for, even though everything you just said made sense, 
I'm going to go for it just because I feel like a new Japan rep needs to win. I'm thinking that Minoru Suzuki is going to, is going to be the one who walk away with a W Jaybird. Who do you think? Ryan, you bring up a, you bring up a good point. Kingston won a revolution. He lost a double or nothing. So it makes sense that he's going to lose at forbidden door. He'll win a blood and guts. And then there's what a lot in full gear left. So if you do the numbers, Kingston will get the best of him by the end of the year. So much as it kills me, I'm going to go with um, Jericho Appreciation Society and uh, Minoru Suzuki. So, All right. Next up, we have another could go any which way. We've got for the AEW All-Atlantic Championship, a fatal four-way. We've got Pac versus Miro versus Malachi Black versus... Clark Connors, who is filling in for an injured Tomohiro Ishii. Brian, see your pick up next. What do you got? I'm sad that Ishii won't be in this, but he wasn't going to win anyway. It's time for the title scene to be redeemed. You're going with Miro? I am going with Miro. That, that Ever since he became the Redeemer, I've been waiting. For a title run, I've I've been waiting for like a legit run, so I, I I can see I can see it being packed too, but I I this is this is another heart one. I I want it to be Miro. I'll tell you what, this was absolutely a hard one for me too, but. As, as much as I highly think highly of Miro, I'm thinking he's got loftier expectations. I'm thinking he's going to be in contention for the world title, even if he doesn't win it. So with that being said, I'm going to have to go for this one. I'm thinking Malachi Black win, wins and becomes the inaugural champion. Jaybird, who do you got? Brian, you picked wrong because... You can be the redeemer of everything, but you forgot the most. You forgot the number one rule, which is the house always wins. It's time for Malachi Black to take the title and go forward, because the house always wins. That wasn't creepy at all, Tark. Who do you got? It's actually really funny because it was a toss-up between Miro and Malachi Black. Because both of them, of the uh, four men in this match, those two definitely need the win. But it's just a question on who needs it more. Uh, this may... Yeah, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to go there. I'm going to split the room. I'm also going to go with Miro. This is also a hard yes. one. Split the room. Split the room. No, room. Um, there you go, tattoo partner. Let's go. Oh my god. Uh, but but seriously, um it could go either way. Not gonna it, really, it, it really could, could really go could. either way between those two. Um <laughs> but yeah, this is also a, this is a heart one for me because he's coming in saying he wants gold, being the inaugural champion is perfect for him and it'll help rebuild. The momentum he lost 
being quite possibly having a really long championship and most people are kind of dogging on this title already just saying it's going to be the AEW's equivalent of the European championship I love the European title as do I but in a way I see it I actually think this is more in line of what's going to be the Intercontinental Championship for AEW, more so than the TNT Championship. I've said this in the past. Actually, when they, on the episode when they after they first announced this title, I actually said this is going to be the probably their equivalent of the Intercontinental Championship, and the TNT Championship is going to be the equivalent of WCW's TV title. Uh, but yeah. I think yeah, this is this is going to be their stepping stone championship, and who better than person that is definitely going to be in line for the uh, world uh, world championship opportunity in the near future than Miro. All but right. I all I wanted to say was I am it's, just, I, it's a hard you know. choice. I love both Malachi Black and Miro. This is to be honest, both picks would have been from the heart. I'm I'm saying all this and Rando Clark Connors is going to (laughs) win. Imagine. Oh, no. Oh, God. No, it's like, I'm just, I'm just sad that Ishii got injured because I really want to see him and Miro go head to head. That's, I want to see those two, those two big beasts, just literally who can throw down more, but. Well, he did an interview uh, today and he was he, uh, Miro was actually looking forward to face Ishii so we might still get that in oh, the we're future get because this it's is, like this, he was he was upset you can't you can't the stone pipple versus the redeemer you can't stop that that's gonna happen that's <laughs> yeah. gonna be that's gonna be that's gonna like trump every match so all right and with that we go to our title matches and it looks like I've got the first pick on this one, and we're Thank looking God. at, and we're looking at the <laughs> fatal four way for the IWGP Championship. We've got the incumbent champion Jay White defending against Okada, Adam Page, and Adam Cole. Baby, and I've looks like I've got the first pick, so I'm just going to put what I think out there. One of two ways this entire show is going to end either it's going to result in no titles changing it's going to be all the safe picks or i think there's an outside chance depending on the nature of the partnership with new japan and what other shows and partnerships they've got going on i'm wondering if there's a chance that we're going to see a title exchange Uh uh-huh a talent exchange, rather, where you're we're going to see an AEW guy go to New Japan as their world champion, and then we have as their interim champion Tanahashi, who ends up holding the belt, has a sort of a mini tour in the states until CM Punk comes back from injury, Namek. And retakes the title, and when we finally get our injury namic, our yeah, injury namic. You never heard of it? Go to yeah. in the chamber. But yeah, that's that's my two <laughs> schools of thought here. I never heard that expression. Dragon Ball analogies notwithstanding. <laughs> I, I say 
those two have equal opportunity of happening. One or only one of those is going to happen. And if a talent exchange were to happen, I would be predicting that Adam Page would be the one to win it in a complete swerve. But that is not going to be my pick tonight. I'm going to go for the safe bet. I'm going to pick up Kokata to win the win the belt and get it back. He Aver, says that's your a pick. safe bet. He says that's a safe bet. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. I was just like, really cool? That's the safe <laughs> bet? He just went completely Well, well Jeremy, it's <laughs> your pick. What do you think? Well, we got Swerve Master Flex over here, but uh, after all my wild picks tonight, knowing New Japan, I'm going to tell you, Jeff, you're close, but you're not quite right. Reasons being, we have the G1 Climax coming up. Reason one, the G1 Climax coming up. We're going to have a Jay White retain. There's my pick. Next pick, I'll tell you why we're going to have that portion. But yeah, Jay White's going to retain the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. I should have gone for a talent exchange idea. Damn as, it. As, as, as much as I want to see Cole win or Paige win or Okada win, the Switchblade at this event lost it to Okada. I don't think it's going to happen twice. No way. Not no way. If they do, I'm wrong, but I just – they gave him the belt. He lost it at um, Supercard of uh, G1 Supercard, but I'm just going to say Jay White needs a nice long reign to really, really, like, cement his status in – New Japan. So, Jay White, as much as I don't like that motherfucker, he's going to retain. Well, I'm boned. Tarek. We're all fucked, dude. Your don't pick. Worry. I am also going to go with Jay White until he successfully retains. <laughs> oh, Jeremy bringing up the G1 climax. Uh, oh, so it, that's... So it Brian, take it's, the shovel it's, now. It's Tell a me couple weeks got. away, baby. Uh. If you get uh, now, fool. Feeling the climax that climax. Is ready to, is it's starting up. to build up. Feeling <laughs> the climax build up. They and have then, a four-block climax coming, dude. It's a long tournament. You, you don't. You don't. It, it, you need to get in on the joke, Jeremy. <laughs> I know, and I, oh, I'm he, not that. I, I'm not that low. I don't hit that. I, I'm low brow, but I'm not that low. Yeah. Well, well we Brian are. And I, Brian and I are definitely low brow. We are, we are, low, low, we are, we are hitting the ground low brow when it comes to the G1 climax. But, but either At, way, much, much to Jeff's dismay, but, but it will never way, die. Here's the, the deal. climax will always reach that explosive point. Yeah. <laughs> but either way, all right, this, this is what we're going back to. Okay. From what I understand about NJPW, I've, I've only been watching for a couple years now but their title reigns are normally substantial normally okay they don't normally do hot shotting they don't normally do uh month to two month long title reigns they'll do it every once in a while when they realize that something isn't working but they normally do a AEW functions uh, 
does their title reigns based off of that style. Okay, so Jay White just won. Like legitimately, like what, two or three weeks ago? Two weeks, two, two weeks, weeks ago, ago. At the, two weeks ago at Dominion. So Yeah, they're not they're not hot shotting that, especially after that promo he cut after Dominion. No, yeah. that's not happening. As as much as I would love the talent exchange idea, as much as it maybe when you get to the second one. That it's it's forbidden door, the first one. This is the dream match one. You just have the dream matches. For me, you have the expected people win, and then you can get and then you can start getting crazy with the second and third one. They're already talking about the second one based off of the Tony Khan scrum uh, media call that was made today. This is Friday. We're taping this. It was today. And and they're already talking about the second one. This one, you just you just have your you just have dream matches set up. You you give them a taste of what it could be. So as, as it's it's gonna be between Jay White and Okada. And I don't think they have Okada win it back in the States. So Jay White's going to retain. He's Adam Cole's hurt. Yep. Like legitimately injured. So I yep. bet that I bet that uh, Jay White turns on Adam Cole because they've been doing that whole Bullet Club thing in in the background on the on the. So it's like Jay White's like, no, you're hurt, and I know that I'm going to take advantage of that, and you're going to be done because that's what Jay White does. <laughs> so. So Jay White's going to pin Adam Cole, leaving Adam Page and Okada out in the dust. And Jay White's going to retain that way. And with that, our final match, we've got John Moxley versus Hiroshi Tanahashi for the AEW Interim Championship. Jay Bird, oh, it's your fuck, first pick. This one, God. Damn it. Uh, I knew it was coming. Lay it on us. Now you can actually go with the difficult choices. No, it's not. Argument. We, have the G1, we have the G1 Climax coming up. Tanahashi is in the G1 Climax. We're going to get Moxley to be the first ever two-time AEW World Champion. I'm going with Mox. Tarek, who do you got? He's going to be yep. weird. I'm going to be very <laughs> weird. I, the, the, you're really, you really going to yeah. go with him? Oh, yeah. You're really going to... Tanahashi? Wow. Tanahashi is going to win the interim AEW World Championship. And he's going to, and just so they can save for him versus Punk for the big, to finally get that big cheese match that they're, that they were wanting for this event. And I think this is going to just be the one big, this big factor that is really going to, like, that's going to be the real talking point of this pay-per-view after this, uh, after this show ended. The, yeah, it's going to just be, yeah, I just don't, see, I just don't see Moxley winning, winning it this time. I, I see them pulling a big, the big swerve. And I've been very, I, I wouldn't say safe, but I've been very like 
thinking, okay, these are these are the most likely candidates. There's, there's no, no there's no big big twist that's going to be at at the end of this uh, at the end of these show these matches, except for the uh, the big match that they're going for. Yeah, this is this is going to be the big factor. Is like, yeah, these events are going to be really serious and out of control, and it's going to start with Tanahashi winning the AEW World Cha- Interim World Championship. Ryan, final pick of the evening. Who do you got? I can't go with my team partner on this one. I he already, yeah, he already said it the previous because match. So, the yeah. Wow. Here's, Fuck but you here's, both. here's the deal. All right. Tanahashi has already said after the, they after they started setting up this little tournament that they were having to get to get this interim title match. He already said, I don't want to be interim champion. When you get your title back, come to the Tokyo Dome. We'll do it there. Okay, so I think that it's going to be a feel-good story. Okay, Moxley's already doing the rounds with his uh, – I, I know that it probably wasn't the point of all of his, of all of his interviews this, this last week. They're playing up the uh, – they're, they're playing up what he went through for his alcohol and his rehabilitation. They're doing that now. Okay, so they're playing it up. I, I feel like they're going to do – a feel-good story. They're gonna let they're gonna let Moxley get a little. They're gonna let Moxley defend the title in front of a crowd because he he only had the title in the pandemic with without a crowd. So they're they're going to they're gonna give him the Mark Henry title run that the WWE did. For Mark Henry, <laughs> a a reward for your service, if you will, and then because it's also you don't know, we still don't know when CM Punk's coming back. Okay, we don't know how bad that foot injury was. Okay, you don't. I I don't want part time champions in both promotions. <laughs> exactly. Okay, I don't want part-time champions in WWE and AEW. As as much as I would love, as much as I would love for the shock factor of Tanahashi, to, first of all, okay, on Dynamite didn't really have a really good showing. I I know that 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 <laughs> I know that he's I know that he's better than what he showed on Wednesday. So I hope he brings it to the, I I hope that everything is paved out for the pay per view, but I think they're saving Tanahashi versus Punk for uh, for the Tokyo Dome. I think they're saving it for Russell Kingdom. I think they're gonna do a I think they're gonna do an AEW NJPW crossover there, and they're not going to do it. Like that's gonna be the trade-off. Like they have, they have the AEW crossover there, 
they're going to send CM Punk over to Japan to do the defense over there. That's when they're going to have the Punk versus Tanahashi because Tanahashi already issued the challenge. After the tournament was made to go for the interim title. And that means we're getting up at 2 o'clock in the morning to watch that pay-per-view. <laughs> damn it, I will do it. <laughs> I'll be there with you. Well, <laughs> hey, listen, listen. There's a strong case that can be made for all of this. Especially if you said, like, yeah, you know what? John Moxley is on his big tour. Even on, on his wife's podcast, he's sort of like talking like, yeah, he's got this big, you know, his final title, new refreshed title reign coming up. And maybe it's just wishful thinking, but you know what? To me, I think it's enough. Is what I would say if I'm actually picking John Moxley to win. Which I am. I'm picking John Moxley to win. Oh, I really came room. close. Split the room. Come on. I came I so close. I read you close. like an open book. I'm just like. <laughs> I came Don't so lie. close. I Don't want something crazy to happen. But you know what? I'm going to double down. I hope I'm right about everything this night. So, yeah, I'm I'm going to go with my man, John Moxley. Hopefully the match will still be great, but I hope this is just like the first step in whatever kind of partnership actually does end up happening with New Japan. Oh, yeah. And with that, those are our predictions. Every one of them finally in at last. Close the book. Now, closing the book for now. Shut the door. And now, oh. and now we're pitching it over to you, our fellow fans. Who do you think is going to walk away with the W at Forbidden Door? What's coming after? We want to hear from you all across the internet. If you're joining us on our YouTube version of our show, hey, welcome. Leave us, leave us a like, drop us a comment. Let us know what you think. And of course, check out the description for our link tree for all the latest that relevant links to our socials and everything else and if you're listening to the podcast version hey our link tree is in the description of the episode as well so wherever you are come join the conversation if you want to talk to us and get involved in the wrestling conversation on a personal level you can follow us on our, our personal socials including our twitter accounts fool where can i reach you you can reach me at the avatar and Brian, where can he reach you? You can reach me at Atomic Bean Pole. Jaybird, where can I get you? You can reach me at Hero Huey316. And you can watch me trying to follow along with all the madness and hopefully getting my way at I'm Robbie Rage. Join the conversation. We're going to be watching history, but you already knew that because you know who we are. We are the Scholars of Wrestling. Oh. And you have just been schooled. You're welcome. You're welcome. See you all on the other side of the forbidden door. <laughs>